Good day. From the Bridgehunters Chronicles, this is News Flyer for May 8th, 2020. I'm Jason Smith, and in this week's podcast, we have several historic bridges that are being remembered for their history and stories. Here's what you're going to be listening to in this podcast. A new series on wartime bridges introduced in the Chronicles. Two historic bridges in the United States heading to the National Register of Historic Places. Covered Bridge in Tennessee to get a facelift. The same with an historic bridge in Australia. And lastly, a suicide attempt off an historic bridge in California ended with a soft landing. Now the news. Berlin. In connection with the 75th anniversary of the end of World War II, the Bridge Hunters Chronicles and sister column The Flensburg Files are doing a series on wartime bridges. This series will be dedicated to the crossings that played a key role during the war, including those that were either lost during the warfare or wrongfully destroyed by the enemy in a desperate attempt to stop the advancement of Allied troops from claiming victory. The bridge stories will appear in both blogs for the remainder of this year, yet they will be listed in the page Current Events and News Stories in the Bridge Hunters Chronicles under the category Bridge Series. The stories will begin with the bridges in the European theater, where bridges will be profiled from now until September 2nd. Five European bridges have been added to the list and counting. From that date on until the end of the year, we will focus on the bridges in the Asian theater. On May 7, 1945, General Karl Donitz and the remaining German troops agreed to the conditions of surrender to end the war in the European theater. One, year, one week after Adolf Hitler and his wife Eva Braun committed suicide in a bunker in Berlin. However, the last pockets surrendered days later. On September 2nd, Japanese Emperor Hirohito agreed to the conditions of surrender to General Douglas MacArthur and the Americans on board the USS Missouri, ending the war in its entirety. This after two atomic bombs had been dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. All in all, at least 60 million people were killed in the war. Over 6 million alone came from the Holocaust. The Flensburg Files has some articles in connection with the war, which you should look at. All the links you can find in the news flyer. Clarksville, Tennessee. An historic bridge that played a vital role in the regional history is being considered for the National Register. The Sulphur Fork Bridge is a combination Pratt through truss with pin connections and Tullity's portal bracings, plus a concrete beam approach spans. The 231-foot-long bridge was built in 1890 by the Converse Bridge Company and spans Sulphur Fork at Port Royal State Park. Aside from the Masonic Lodge, it is the oldest structure at the park. The bridge was vital to the tobacco trade and played a role in the Black Patch Tobacco Wars from 1904 to 1909, in which the Dark Tobacco District Planters Protective Association of Kentucky and Tennessee, short PPA, formed to combat the monopolistic American Tobacco Company. PPA farmers would conduct vigilant raids under the name Night Riders or the Silent Brigade, burning barns, destroying crops, and so forth. In March of last year, Port Royal held a living history event reenacting a Knight Rider group crossing the bridge. They hope to hold a similar event later this year. Because of its history, the bridge has been nominated to the National Register of Historic Places, meaning it is one of several historic candidates in the U.S. that could be officially listed by the National Park Service. The Tennessee State Review Board will hold a digital meeting via WebEx to examine the proposed nominations to the National Register on Wednesday, May 20th at 9 a.m. local time. Those wishing to attend the meeting remotely can visit the Tennessee Historic Commission's website that morning. If listed, funding will open up for possible restoration of the bridge and erecting an historic marker at the site. 
The bridge is in Montgomery County in the northern part of the state. Information on the bridge and the tobacco wars can be found in the news flyer. Bynum, North Carolina. While one bridge is heading towards being listed, another historic bridge located in Chatham County has already made it on the list. The Bynum Bridge is a multiple span concrete T-beam bridge that spans the Hall River southeast of the U.S. Highway 15 crossing at the river access and hiking points. Built in 1922, the 805-foot-long bridge is the longest of its kind ever built in North Carolina. Most T-beam bridges built from 1915 to 1930 have a span of up to 150 feet. Because of its unusual design, combined with its Art Deco railings and, of course, its unusual length, and plus the fact that the bridge had never been altered in the 98 years in service, the bridge became part of the National Park Service property on April 23rd. The notice was given to the owners of the bridge by the State Historic Preservation Office, who had worked tirelessly on research and other efforts to get the bridge nominated. The bridge is located near a former cotton mill, which was destroyed in 2001. The structure is currently open to pedestrians and cyclists, but will likely get a facelift and historic marker in the near future. Bynum is located west of Jordan Lake and is near the cities of Raleigh, Durham, and Chapel Hill. More on the bridge can be found in bridgerner.com, yet you can find the link in the news flyer. Elizabethton, Tennessee. The cancellation of its covered bridge festival may have served as an omen for the city and its covered bridge. The Elizabethton City Council received a grant worth $800,000 by the Tennessee Department of Transportation last week with the purpose of improving the structure to prolong its lifespan and make it safer. Work on repairing the bridge will begin later this year. Last month, organizers called off its 54th annual covered bridge days due to concerns from the coronavirus. The event will be made up in June of next year. Information on the bridge can be found in the news flyer. Pork Macquarie, Australia. Another historic bridge in need of repairs is the Kindy Suspension Bridge. The suspension bridge with the unique steel bracings on the cable was built in 1936 and spans the Hastings River on Oxley Road. It was built using timbers from the, for the towers and decking and steels for the cables and the V-shaped bracings. The bridge was damaged in a collision in 2018 and emergency repairs were needed on the bracings. Since then, the structure has been opened only to pedestrians. In the coming months, the stru structural repairs will be undertaken to ensure that the bridge is safe for cars and pedestrians alike to cross. The work will take place during daylight hours from 9.30 a.m. to 3 o'clock p.m. local time, resulting in the closure of the bridge in its entirety. It will be open on weekends and also in the evenings. To follow up on the bridge work, you can access the website Macquarie Hastings Council. There they have a page on the bridge project and you can see the information on the repairs being made. The structure is located in New South Wales, towards the coastal area. And lastly, a suicide attempt that ended in a soft landing. It happened in North America, in North Auburn, east of Sacramento, at the Forest Hill Viaduct. The viaduct is a deck truss design built in 1972 and spanning the North Fork American River at the Auburn Forest Hill Road. Its 730-foot height makes it the tallest in California and one of the tallest in the country. It's also the site of many jumps from the bridge and, sadly, suicide attempts. And this takes us to an unusual incident that happened on May 1st. After the dispute with his girlfriend, a person going by Mr. Allen fell off the viaduct in a suicide attempt. As the story went, he fell 730 feet into the water, but
but not before landing on a thick mattress that was below the structure and in the water itself. The bed itself belonged to a pair of homeless people who ran to the scene and found a man on the bed. One of them called for help and the person was taken to the nearest hospital where he suffered broken bones and other injuries. Fortunately, he did survive the fall. However, he, it did, police did find out that uh, he was shooting himself with heroin shortly before the accident happened. According to the newspaper, the man and his girlfriend have made up to this, for the dispute and are back together again. No charges have been filed. Okay, and that's it for this week's edition of the News Flyer. I'm Jason Smith. Thank you for listening. To follow up on all events and keep up to date, follow the Bertrandes Chronicles on WordPress as well as on its social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Until next week, happy bridge hunting and happy trails till we meet again. Bye now.